Hello guys, welcome. This is Paul and Mike with REO Auction Academy. And today we're gonna to get into the weekly claims here and, and financial news as well here, but how real estate's gonna ultimately affect or be affected by the unemployment claims here in the future. So from Zero Hedge here, this is the 24th of September, 870,000 Americans filed their first claim unemployment, which is up, I believe it was 860 last yep. week. So you have an uptake, but it's relatively flat. We're talking yeah. anywhere from like 850 to 870,000, but it's still too many. And they were expecting this to be decreasing. And as you can see right here, it's not really decreasing. It's pretty, it's pretty flat here. And then you, they have a, a real good graph here on to um, what states are affected the most here, right? Yep. Here we, go. here we go. And you can see, obviously, New York was hammered the most, and that makes total sense here. The big markets here in New York, California, looks like Georgia, too. A lot, of, a lot of claims are in the Northeast area have been hit pretty darn hard. And then you got states down below that are in better shape that aren't Michigan, Louisiana, Florida. Some of these states you see have not been affected as badly. Part of it's seasonal, probably with jobs in some of these markets, but also um, a lot of it's just a, a long-term trend. People yeah. moving away from these big cities and these high-tech yeah. states, right? And getting into lower-tech states. And, uh, you know, since they can work remotely, why not, yep. right? Why live in a more expensive um, area if you don't have to and pay higher taxes, high pay higher real estate taxes, pay higher insurance, higher cost of living. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's uh, making a lot of sense for people to move at this point here. Yeah, and this chart's helpful for us since we buy nationwide, Paul. So yes. you, you pick a different different markets that help us out. Like, how, how's the recovery going? Mm -hmm. You know, Texas, for example, is towards the bottom of the list there, where you know jobs are actually coming back, which yeah. economy's rebounding. That's good for us. Pennsylvania in the middle there, mm -hmm. uh, not much change, but still a good sign. You're, yeah, you're, we're, we're not bidding in these in New York and Georgia and California markets as much, where it's getting hit harder and harder with these lockdowns and everything else. Yeah, yeah, and it's a future trend. You're seeing this, yeah. right? Like we're getting this. This is a future trend. So those markets that we talk about all the time, the Indianas, the Ohio's, the North and South Carolina. Look, they're on the bottom. They're on a the positive side, and that's what you want to look for. And figure, all right, if I buy these markets, we should be in better shape than other markets are going to be, hopefully going to be less affected than other markets. Even Colorado, which has been getting banged a little bit lately on the real estate side there, they're actually showing a, a positive sign that their unemployment is going down slightly too. So um, this chart gives you some real good info. You want to keep an eye on these things because it's a future trend and these areas up above, you see Oregon, how that's been hit, Virginia, New Jersey, Massachusetts, just stay out of the Northeast. I would recommend, highly recommend staying out of the Northeast areas there because these areas that will be largely, largely uh, affected here. So, and you can see um, California, right? California, just boom with the, for the yeah. pandemic. And they're not really going down quick enough for that. Right? Yeah. That's uh, basically almost a hockey stick type upside down yeah. there. And chart above there, Paul, why don't you click on that one? Yeah. Continuous jobless claims yes. there. Good one. So you can show, this chart kind of sees it. I mean, this is plateaued yeah. uh, as well, almost yeah. you know at a halt. So you have that continuing jobless claims at that was like a million and a quarter uh, mark there. So mm -hmm. you know you would expect, and as the economy continue to recover and this line to continue to go down further, but yeah. we're not seeing it. Right. Yeah. It's it's staying relatively flat, and and it, these articles that we've talked about before, where a lot of these jobs aren't coming back, that's what this chart is telling us. A lot of these jobs aren't coming back. I think there were upwards of 60% of these jobs are expected to not come back. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty high amount, especially in um, the industries like a hotel, you know, anything in the restaurants. industry, poor restaurants, restaurants are suffering big time. 
um, those markets, those those um, industries are going to be affected more so, obviously, than other ones. The tech industry should go up because you have more and more of a need for tech. Um, but their their costs, like that, we'll get into that later with Facebook and some of these other ones. They they're going to try to reduce their costs depending on where you live for yeah. um, for employees. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind here. But look at this. So relatively flat, and you might even see slight upticks and downticks here in the, in the next coming weeks here, but. Just keep in mind too that I think in November is United or, or American Airlines are yep. going to cut nineteen thousand jobs. There's another one. JC Penney could cut. Um, uh, that's a lot of jobs, right? Yep. That actually might go bankrupt if it's not bought. So there's many, many thousands of jobs right there. Just those two companies alone, and there's another airline that was also going to be cutting around eighteen thousand jobs yep. or so. So you're you're going to see this uptick coming up here into the fall. So keep that in yep. mind. That's a good point on the JC Penney's. Like, what are, what are commercial real estate investors going to do with basically these vacant malls and/or strip malls? malls. Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen some like just such as I think it was Amazon. They actually bought out an old mall yep. somewhere, and, that's, and basically a new warehouse facility, totally. so um, so they could refabric it to, the, to be more industrial. Absolutely. Yeah, like, any other, I think this article I read a couple of days ago about one quarter of malls are expected to be shut down in yep. the next three to five years, but Amazon may buy these. Right, it may make yeah. a ton of sense them a store there or the new the new building thing is the promenades right you yep. have the apartments up above and all the shopping down yep. below where you have building customers and i think that's a great future the malls might become that they might turn them into promenades they have to do zoning things to change yeah. it so you can make it mix residential yeah. and also retail um, but that's something you could look at potentially happening down the road yeah in the, in the mid-atlantic where we live i mean that's pretty popular we just got one You're finishing right, rehab right, right down the street from us here yeah. so it's, and it's uh, nice yeah and, and people will pay more in rent yeah have that convenience and especially millennials like they love yeah. it. they live there go downstairs grab the grocery market first. wine store they got everything you need without getting in the car basically it's it's, it it's creating a city in the urban you environment ahead. yeah basically what it does is and i think this is another trend why people continue moving out of cities because these promenades are basically mini cities, micro cities, and they're being built all yep. over the country right now. And it's super convenient. It's great. You know, they're not going to have a Home Depot, but guaranteed a Home Depot. Will it's right be down close. the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Home Depot lows within, I think, a mile and a mile and a half. Yeah. both of them there, and a Walmart too. So you still have everything you need. Everything's close, and I think that's really our future, yeah. and that's where we're heading to it. So keep that in mind on a commercial real estate side because you're going to have a decrease in office space, right? Because office yep. space is going to be used less. You're going to have an increase in structures like we're in here in this podcasting studio where people are doing home offices. So you're going to have building going that direction. Yeah. It's, it's a new in-law suite, basically. He's made uh, home offices that everyone's adding to their properties right now. And if you do go back to work, guess what? you got a gaming room for your kids or a playroom, a ping pong yep. table room. So you got all kinds of different uses. Or like you said, an in-law suite, you got a bedroom in here. So all kinds of different uses for that. And you're never going to hurt the value of your home for sure. Yep. We're going to jump on to the next article, yeah, I let's guess. Yeah, get into that. Is it, this one was interesting. It's kind of like the, the future of work. So, yeah. you know, what, what I've been reading is a lot of Silicon Valley companies like VMware, Facebook, Twitter, Stripe, you know, they all said, you know, don't come back to the office till July, 2021. Yeah. So a lot of their employees have left like the, the, the Sacra, uh, Sacramento market, mm -hmm. the Boise, Idaho market has skyrocketed. So a lot Huge. of tech guys moving out there yeah. temporarily. Yeah. And what they're seeing is there's conflicting news. It's, you know, sometimes it's, you're seeing headlines that say, you know, the remote work honeymoon's over. You kind of see this with the banks in New York, like JP Morgan recently tried to get everyone back and mm -hmm. someone got COVID and they came back. Yeah. But others are embracing this kind of hybrid model where you maybe come in one or two days a week or every other week, however they want to set it up. Yeah. But if what some tech Silicon Valley companies are doing since they pay high because of the cost of living is high mm -hmm. in the California area there that they're at, 
um, they're going to start implementing pay decreases. So if you lived in the Bay Area and you worked for Facebook, you might now have a pay cut of 18% if you decide to move to Denver. Yes. Don't embrace your remote working, but your, your, your salary is going to go down 18%. And if it's another city, it might be like 5 to 10%, depending on where it is in the cost of living adjustment. So that's kind of a, a trend that we're seeing, especially in higher price tech areas that, you know, that might influence real estate prices in the Bay Area or might not. It depends on what someone wants to give up on a cost of living because it's, it's tough to see where the prices are going to go in those areas if people are going to come back or not. I agree. And then, you know, you have multiple factors affect that too. You got rioting in those cities too. So people with families, they're not going to want to be there. They'll move away. And guess what? They'll take that 18% haircut. And if they can go to Boise, Idaho and their cost of living is 30% lower, they're still net positive. Yeah. So you're going to have that, right? Depending on what market you move to. And, but man, Boise is booming right now. Idaho is booming. California, mass exodus there. And it started years ago to Colorado. Yep. You had a mass exodus, Colorado. It's a new tech area. Colorado is Denver. And then Texas, that mass exodus to Texas. You have still tons and tons of Californians moving to Texas, Arizona, New Mexico. But Idaho makes a ton of sense because yep. it's so close. And you got beautiful things. You got mountains. You got the Rocky Mountains to the eastern side. You got beautiful parks. It's it's a great state and it's a lower tax state. So a lot of people are moving there. Yeah. For sure. And I think that's a that's a trend. So you gotta look at that from the real estate perspective. Where do I want to invest long term? Or where do I want to fix and flips you're still gonna do fine in those markets, right? Those big yeah. markets. If you can even find deals. California is hard to find them. But if you want to look, all right, I've got a 10 year plan. I want rentals, I'm gonna start buying Boise, Idaho, because I can pick them up at the numbers and hopefully they'll appreciate over the next decade. And if you cash flow, it makes a ton of sense to do, right? Yeah. So that's something to definitely keep in mind. Yep. So again, hope, hope this uh, week's video is helpful on some recent news in the markets and, you know, how, how you can adjust to your, you know, buying real estate in, currently in the next few months. So yes. if you guys haven't already, please subscribe below to our channel and hit the bell so you get notified of future videos. We, we make about two to three uh, every week. So you guys kind of stay on top of this kind of real estate news that we yes. got coming out. And we'll keep up on it. We'll keep with the trends. If you guys like this video, make sure you click on a like because that helps us as well. Thanks, guys.